Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Man, I tell you, welcome to September. Oh, mother, 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 mother. Hey, I'm talking to you live from Austin, Texas. My name's Terry. Welcome to Tuesday with Terry. I'm talking to you live from Austin, Texas, where you, you say it with me now, where the sun is hot, the barbecue is sweet, and all those drinks are free when you hang out with me. Welcome to September. What a month we had in August, I gotta tell you. You talk about a revolution, you talk about a revival, you talk about morale going up, you talk about good things happening. Man, August was the month. Now, I uh, took a two-week vacation in August and our company, our business did so well, I I came home, everything was going so well, I gotta take another two weeks. I gotta go away again and just see if things even get better. I mean, how about that, man? Um, you know, I, I think it's interesting. Um, you can find the good in anything. You can find the good, the silver lining. If you haven't seen that movie, watch it. But you can find the good in everything. My, my little talk this morning is about thinking big. And uh, I want to also say happy, happy 100. I, absolutely 100 episodes. And here we are. Roll, drum roll. 100 is on the, on the books. 100 uh, podcast. Keep your eye out for my book. It's coming out soon, uh, sooner than later. And now that I made that verbal commitment, we actually have to get it done. But I, I, I want to tell you, I wanted to talk on my 100th podcast. I wanted just to talk with you about maybe trying to expand your mind and thinking a little bit bigger. Uh, and I want to tell you a story. And the story is about a guy from Pennsylvania, a small town in Pennsylvania that went away to school and started out as a school teacher and decided to move to New York City to double his income. He was making $18,000 a year and he heard that in New York City you could you could make $40,000 uh, if you were running a big uh, company wellness center. And so he went out there and interviewed around and ended up uh, working at the World Trade Center. This is back in the 90s. Uh, actually, truth is it was back in the 80s, uh, uh, 1987 to be exact. And uh, moved to New York City and uh, he got out there, interviewed with a bunch of different companies and took a job at the World Trade Center, a company called Executive Fitness. And they said, we really want to hire you. But when we hire you, we uh, we want you before we actually hire you, we want you to do an internship. That story is about me. I was married. I had two uh, two sons and ended up. They said they wanted to hire me, but they wanted me to do an intern. They wanted me to do a 90-day intern and work for free. I didn't have a place to live. I moved my I moved in with my in-laws. I was sleeping on their couch. Uh, and I jumped on the train. I can remember this as good as yesterday. I didn't actually know how to get into New York City from New Jersey by train. Uh, rode the train. Uh, went exchange, went to Hoboken from Jersey, exchanged onto the path trains, uh, missed two path trains because there was so big of crowds and a rush to get in. And I was just not uh, ready to, to fight that. I wasn't exactly sure. And anyway, found my way in the World Trade Center right there at the uh, Executive Fitness. But the truth of the matter is, is um, I, about a month and a half, two months into it, I ran out of money. I didn't have a lot of money at the time. Uh, I was in my 20s and I ran out of money. I went to the ATM at the World Trade Center and took out a $300 cash advance. 
I went upstairs to the president's office, Steve Smith. I knocked on his door and I said, Steve, I love what I'm doing. I love the company, but I'm out of money and I'm down to my last $300. I said, I need to get some work. He said, give me two weeks. And they put me on uh, weekend manager. And I was a fitness guy. My whole education was in fitness, phys ed, undergrad, business minor, exercise science, uh, master's degree at Central Michigan. And I... Um, <clears throat> I, uh, uh, I was a true fitness guy. I was a purist. I believed in fitness. I believed in helping other people. And I was never part of the sales game, but they asked me to work the weekends. And lo and behold, there were no salespeople on the weekends there at that, that studio or that club. And uh, people would come in and walk around and want to see the fitness uh, facility or see the gym. And I would tour them around and sign them up. And I, you know what? To tell you the truth, I was pretty good at it. Who better to uh, sell a fitness membership than a fitness guy, right? And tell you all the benefits and tell you all about the things you can do. In any case, I was pretty good at it. And what ended up happening is I migrated out of fitness into sales. So they gave me the weekend manager position. Then there was a smaller location and my career kind of got launched from there. When I started my fitness career, I never really thought of myself as a business person. I never saw myself as a business person. I saw myself as a fitness guy because I wanted to help people and I wanted to help people get into better shape, change their lives. And then as I got more and more involved in the business side of things, I saw that maybe I could make some more money. I could make more money in the sales. I could make more money as a business person, understanding the business. And I learned and grew and learned and grew and learned and grew. And that, you know, jump ahead 20 years till I got involved in Orange Theory. And even when I started Orange Theory Fitness, you know, my goal with Orange Theory Fitness was never to be a CEO of my own company. It was to be a small business guy and own one or two or maybe even three if I got lucky, but two or three Orange Theory Fitnesses. And at the time when we started Orange Theory Fitness back in 2010, I thought if I can open up two or three of these things and make two, $300,000 per studio, you get three of these things, hey, you know, I'd be making uh, seven, eight, nine hundred thousand dollars a year. I mean, that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good little life there for for Uncle Terry. You know, it's a it's a good that's a good one, right? So, any case, uh, I got excited about that. And the truth of the matter is that I told you the first time I ran out of money was in New York City, but the second time I ran out of money was when I invested in Orange Theory Fitness and I took everything that I had in cash. I took everything in my investments and I took everything that I had in my 401k and I liquidated it and came out to $473,000. And I took all of that and I said, I'm going to put this into Orange Theory Fitness because I believe in this concept. And I got committed. And for some of you, $473,000 may not be a lot of money. For some of you, it may be a lot of money. But for me, at the time, it was everything that I had. And I bet the farm. And the reason I share that with you is because when your commitments are bigger, your payoffs are bigger. And when I committed everything, I didn't really have a choice and say, this is not going to work out. I had to make it work because I had everything in, that I had into this concept. And it was a new concept and you've heard the stories of everybody calling us orange therapy and they wondered if we were selling orange tennis balls or orange Julius or uh, orange golf balls or what were those orange bikes? Were we a bike bicycle company? <laughs> you know, everybody thought that early in the early days. 
But the truth was, I was just not thinking big enough. I was not thinking big enough. I was thinking about as far as I could go. I was thinking about all that I had. And I knew there were bigger things and I knew there were bigger business guys out there and I knew there were bigger companies out there, but I was thinking small. And the truth of the matter was I took that $473,000 and in a couple of years I'd open up a few stores and I sold those stores for four and a half million. I 10X that money. And I go, what would happen if I took that money and reinvested it? And so what happens is my vision, my look ahead became bigger. And I said, how can I take four and a half million and 10X that into 45 or 50 million? And I moved to Austin, Texas with a couple friends, Sherry McDonald, Troy Taylor, Aaron Kaiser, Josh Wisman, <laughs> a number of people came with me from Tampa, and we tried to do the same thing all over again. And that was in 2014, and in 2018, just four short years later, we had a group come in and value our company at $54 million. And again, we had 10X'd what, we, what, what I had, and I was incredibly thankful, incredibly grateful for the opportunity and then when the, and even at that point, I wasn't thinking big enough. You know, I, I, I was excited. I was excited about what was happening, but I wasn't thinking big enough because at the time I only had 18 or 20 locations. And then when I got involved and brought a partner that had the capital to help me expand, the next thing you know, we purchased a market and purchased another market and the third market and the fourth market. And lo and behold, we opened up some stores and sat there with about 135 locations under our, our, our belt. And if you ask me today, 14 years, 13 years later, you know, when I started with Orange Theory Fitness, and I tell this story all the time, we thought if we could get 50 or 100 of these things open, we'd be pretty excited. 1,500 locations, 23 countries, five different languages today. It's actually exploded. It's exceeded our expectations. But I ask you this question, as you are starting a business or when you're in your job or what you're doing today or what you're trying to do today, have you actually sat down with a blank sheet of paper and ask yourself, am I thinking big enough? Am I looking forward? And are my goals just a little bit what I think I can achieve? Or what would it look like if this, this, and this were to take place? Are you really thinking big enough? Because the bigger the commitment, I promise you, the bigger the payoff. And a lot of times we look at that in our own lives and we say, you know, Boy, I would love a lot of people see some of the, and I'm listen, there's a lot of people out there that have done a lot better than me. So I'm not saying any of that. I'm just sharing a story with you. But some people see my success, but what they don't see is the adversity and the sacrifice and the commitment that took in order to get to where we are today. You know, nobody hears about the times that I almost ran out of money or that I was broke, flat out broke and didn't have enough money. Nobody hears about the problems that I have had with some partners. Nobody hears about the problems with employees and when, you know, nobody's there to show up and you have to get up at 3.30 in the morning to be there by 4.30 in the morning. Nobody knows about the times that people had heart attacks in my uh, business and, you know, scary moments, right? When people are exercising and they, they, they go down on the floor, right? So all I'm suggesting is a lot of times you look at people and you see their success, but you never see the adversity. You never see the things that they struggle through in order to achieve that success. Remember, and I said this a couple 
couple of podcasts ago. Failure is not the opposite of success. Failure is part of your journey of success. And so when you think about thinking big and the big payoffs, you have to take a look and go, you know, what is really your North Star? And what obstacles are holding you back from thinking bigger? Is it your own brain power? Is it that you don't have a mentor? Is it that you don't have a group of people around you to learn from? You know, get that group of five on your personal advisory board. Join a YPO group. Join the Rex Roundtable. There's a plug for you, Eddie. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying is join those groups where you can learn from other people. If you have ever gone to your ATM machine and you've tried to get $100 or $40 or $20, whatever, and it spits out a little paper for you and it says insufficient funds, I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but that's happened to me. That creates a lot of anxiety. And that creates a lot of questions in your mind and self-doubt in your own mind. And the reason I bring that up is because that's kind of where you find yourself many times where I found myself at the bottom and I've tried to figure out a way to work myself out of it. And the best thing you can do is never get to that spot, but spend the time and the effort planning around that so that you don't get to that spot. And part of that is sitting down with a blank sheet of paper and thinking bigger. Where are you going to be in three months from now? Where are you going to be in six months from now? Where will you be in a year or five years from now? And what does it take? What's the first thing I need to do? What's the second thing I need to do? What's the third thing I need to do? What do you need to do to become a champion? at your business? What do you need to be, do to become a champion at your job? What do you need to do to become a champion in your life? Well, I can tell you this, you're going to have to believe in yourself. You're going to have to have confidence in yourself. And maybe some of you have had some success, but you're at the point of saying, like I was before I moved to Austin, I said, I had some success, but how do I multiply that? How do I duplicate that? How do I make that bigger, better, stronger, faster, right? How do I do that? You got to sit down and take some time and put a plan together. And then you say to yourself, well, when's the right time to do that, Terry? You know, the uh, interest rates are higher nowadays. I mean, I don't know if that's right. You know, the kids are got to go back into school and you hear me tell that's merry-go-round of life story three pod, four podcasts ago, I mean, whatever it was, I'm just saying, we always start to make excuses whenever we get on that, the precipice of jumping off the cliff, of making the big move, of making the big transaction, we make the excuses for ourselves. Stop doing that. Get yourself a plan. All you got to do is say, what's the first thing? What's the second thing? What's the third thing? And what is it going to take? Is it going to take time? Is it going to take money? Is it going to take resources? Is it going to take marketing? And then you really have to ask yourself this question. I'm telling you this. If you're starting to think bigger, one of the biggest questions you're going to have to ask yourself is, what am I willing to sacrifice? I'm telling you, for me, I sacrificed everything. I sacrificed 400, every, every bit of money that I had. I sacrificed my weekends. I sacrificed my time. Everything that I had, I was investing into being successful at that particular business or at this business at Orange Theory Fitness. Are you willing to sacrifice to achieve your dreams? Anyway, whether your goals are big, they're little, they're small, they're medium, or they're huge, giant, colossal, whatever that is, don't ever 
give up on your dreams. Don't give up on your goals. Don't give up on thinking big and expand that. If you think you can do it, push the limits a little bit. What would a stretch goal look like for yourself? Ask yourself those questions and how can you stretch just a little bit? You've heard me say this before, you shoot for the moon, you land amongst the stars, right? Les Brown says this, it's not the problem. The problem is that our goals are too high and we don't achieve them. The problem is many times we set our goals too low because we don't believe in ourselves enough and we actually do achieve them, but they're too low. You'll do more. You can achieve more. You can have bigger goals. You can have bigger accomplishments, but you got to decide what do you want to do? You've got to decide. You've got to take time out, set some quiet time aside, put a little bit of plan together. And I'm just telling you, it's going to take some sacrifice. It's never a straight line to success. There's always a little bit of sacrifice. The bigger the commitment, the bigger the payoff. Sit down and put your plan together. Then put your stretch goals together. Put your think big 10x goals together. And then talk about what you have to do. Get a mentor group that you can work with. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm asking you, think big. We're coming into the fourth quarter here. Think big, think big about that. You know, you're starting to now put your plans together for 2024. And as you do that, start thinking big, start thinking about what you're willing to sacrifice. Start thinking about the pieces and parts that you need in order to do that. I wish each of you great success. I wish each of you the best of the best. God bless and all the best in thinking big and getting committed. My name's Terry. I'm your friend.